You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. How you doing, everybody? And welcome to the podcast tonight. We are excited and blessed to have you as we go ahead and discuss a topic that we hope is encouraging to y'all, but also informed. I'm Isaac, along with Brother Anthony Hayes, and tonight filling in for Brother Daniel, we got Brother Rodney Chitwood, the pastor of the Bridge Church in Bro Bridge, Louisiana. We are associated with them. We do a few projects with them every so often at New Beginnings. So, Brother Rodney, thank you for coming out tonight. Uh, thanks for having me. It's a blessing to have you tonight. Uh, before I go on, uh, Brother Daniel is out. He'll be out for a couple of weeks. Um, please keep him in prayer. Him and his family are suffering a loss of a family member. So uh, just keep them in prayer. Um, you know, losing somebody in your family, you know, it, it, it's you, you can grieve, but you know when they're going when they're going to meet the Lord, it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. So um, the Bible tells us to grieve. So keep them in prayer as their family goes ahead and deals with those matters. Um, also, we want to go ahead and announce our Facebook page, Brothers Just Searching. If you like us. Like the podcast, go look look up our Facebook page. We share our church information, our my brother's book. Um, sometimes we just share an encouraging word, and also on the Twitter page, brother, just searching Twitter page. Um, brother Rodney, you and uh, the Bridge, I have a Facebook page, correct? We have a Facebook page. Yes. All right. So go look them up, the Bridge Fellowship, and uh, they're in Bro Bridge, uh, right across the street from Walmart on Reed Street. Also, New Beginning Fellowship Church, we, uh, we're right down the road from each other. Now, a lot of people might think, well, y'all churches are that close. Y'all compete. No, we don't. God mm-hmm. God don't care. There's no competition. <laughs> There's no competition. God, mm-hmm. you know, we, we don't try to do anything of that nature. Now, a lot of churches do, unfortunately. But uh, New Beginning Fellowship Church, go like our Facebook page and watch our live stream. I'm guessing you have a live stream too, right? Or y'all didn't... We, we have a live stream off our Facebook account. Okay. So every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Okay. And then uh, it's also posted on our webpage, which is bridgefellowshipchurch.org. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Well, go look, do, look up both these churches. We, we're God-bred, Holy Ghost-filled, and ready Amen. to go. <laughs> so, um, so tonight, I'm going to uh, go ahead and dive into a subject uh today it is february 25th if you're from the great state of louisiana you know today it is it is mardi gras so last week as we were studying for hebrews 11 had an individual come up to me and said uh man why don't you do one on the history of mardi gras a podcast Hmm. i started thinking about it and i started looking into a lot of things and come to find out we have a lot of believers participating in this holiday. Now, if you're not in the state of Louisiana, you might be asking, what is Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras is a word, um, the French word for Fat Tuesday. Go look into Catholic traditions and everything is the day before Lent. Well, the day before Ash Wednesday, which enters into Lent. So I started looking into it and growing up, me and Anthony, we have... We always were told this was a holiday that was not not good. No no Christian should participate in this. But as you know, we grow older, we start seeing things and we start looking into things more, especially with this podcast we study. So um before I go on on this controversial subject of Mardi Gras, we're bringing you information. What you do with this information is between you and the Lord. We feel, and Brother Rodney, you've done studies on it as well. We we feel that certain things on Mardi Gras, it's not scriptural. It's not biblical. It shouldn't be done. But you got to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, I heard this. Is it right? And the Lord's going to lead you into the right direction. And uh, we don't want people sending us messages saying, oh, y'all, 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 y'all bashing us. It's just a parade. I had someone say that the other day. Uh, just the parades ain't bad. I don't disagree. I don't think a parade is sinful. Right. It's what you do at the parade is sinful. Mm. And, it, you know, they might be just going there to watch it, but why put yourself in that atmosphere? So we're going to go ahead and start. Mardi Gras was brought to the United States in 16, 
99, way before America was even founded mm. by a Frenchman. And if I butcher this name, I am sorry. Let me see where it's right here. And I can't find his name no more. It was just right here. Oh, Frenchman, a French explorer. And uh, he landed in Alabama in, like I said, 1699. Brother Rodney, you maybe know the name of, you don't know him by any chance? I am not going to try <laughs> to butcher his name. <laughs> All I know is Iberiaville. I- that was his last name. Right. Iberiaville is his last name. So Iberiaville. He went ahead and he landed in, um, well, shoot, right, right, right when I said it, I found it was Paris, Lee, Maru, Abbeville. Uh, March 3rd, uh, 1699, he landed what is now Alabama, um, Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, yeah. So, and um, he went ahead and because he landed, he started the tradition of Mardi Gras. Um, If you go look into more of it, though, there's a lot of ties to Roman pagan holiday. um, Lacurius, I think it's called. It's a pagan holiday that they mixture. And what they would do is... They would take, um, it was supposed to be the founders of Ro- Rome. They met in a cave with a wolf. So they kept a tradition to go in a cave, two boys would come, they put blood all over their forehead. And then the priests would take the goats that they sacrificed and make whips and go whip people who are running naked. Mm. But uh, some people tie that back to Mardi Gras. Um, at the same, now, if it's a pagan holiday, um, we can all acknowledge that. A lot of our holidays have pagan roots to it. Mm. So let, let's work on that at a point. Um, I'm going to pose the question to y'all too. Because it's a pagan holiday, should we follow it? Or what should we do with this? Because along lines, part of the lines, we all know Christmas, people <laughs> accuse that of being a pagan holiday as well. There's a real fine line there yeah. <laughs> on that, Isaac. Because uh, like you said, Christmas, you could go back, and there's paganism in that. There's paganism in every single holiday that we in our Western culture that we celebrate. Um, the the names of the days of the weeks, mm-hmm. the, 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 the names of the months of the year, all have to do with some kind mm-hmm. of a paganism, God, goddess, mm-hmm. So if you were to say, as a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, you should abstain, you should not go, because it has a hint of paganism roots, Mm. then it would hold true that we should not say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, January, February, those kind of things. Um, I I believe in the redemption of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. That there are things that could be for for, uh, the demonic— and Christ can redeem that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, um, I believe it's Matthew chapter 25, where Paul's given instructions because there was those that were, they were talking against the other Christians because they were eating meat that had been sacrificed to idols. Mm-hmm. And, and they were saying, well, if you're eating of that, you're partaking of the demonic. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I think that's the same premise that mm-hmm. we're talking about. Yeah. And the word that was given to those Christians were, and I, I actually loved how he said it. He said, if you're invited to somebody's house, just right. don't ask them where the meat came from. <laughs> For conscience sake. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm. Because once it's revealed to you, just mm. like Paul said, I didn't know I was a covetous person mm. until I found out the law said thou mm-hmm. shalt not covet. Then mm. I coveted like crazy. And so he said, if you're invited to this house, they serve meat. Don't ask where it come from. If you're at the market to buy, mm-hmm. don't ask them where it came from for your conscience sake. Mm-hmm. Then that way you can still eat it and enjoy it. Why? Because you've placed it under the blood of Jesus. Right. That's right. Now, once it's been revealed to you, mm-hmm. it becomes a different story. You know, and we're talking about Mardi Gras. And, and, you know, there's three of us here. Mm-hmm. We can have different opinions. Um, <laughs> and I may not be as dogmatic as others are on, on this subject. Going to the parade in and of itself, mm. like you said, parades are fun. Yeah. Mm. 
They are. I um, can I make a confession? <laughs> okay. Now remember, this is on the internet. I'm just. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Can't take it back. I, I've I've yeah. I've told this to several people. When my daughter was about three or four years old, her birthday is February 24th, and the parade. Mardi Gras happened to fall on her birthday. (laughs) And so I took her downtown uh, Lafayette for the parade and I had her on my shoulders and I I had her convinced that I had invited all those people out (laughs) and did this parade for her birthday. Even had people around her wishing her a happy birthday. And she grew up later and found out I lied to her. (laughs) I I repented of that. And, uh, but you know, yeah, to take some kids out to, to have some fun where the problem starts is all the debauchery that comes along with. Oh it. yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. That begins to suck us in mm-hmm. yeah. that begin, you know, I, I believe uh, gluttony is a sin. Mm. How many Christians go to an all you can eat buffet? I'm guilty. <laughs> you, see, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not so much of let's, rules and regulations, laws of do's and don'ts Mm -hmm. as much as it is, let's return back to the heart of the father. Right. Mm -hmm. Where is my heart in this matter? Mm -hmm. Where is the cross of Christ in this? Well, what people got to realize is that a lot of your, uh, how can I say this? Satan always imitates what God does. And that's the thing when we come to Christmas and Easter in the future, we probably will talk about it when time gets close that people have to divide it. Because you got to realize Satan knew, like Christmas, for example, Satan knew that there was going to be a man who was going to come to this world. He knew from the Garden of Eden when uh, when when the, the Lord told the serpent, you know, the seed of the woman is going to abuse your head. Right. And so he knew like forehead, like, hey, there's a man that's going to come and he's going to bruise my head. So Satan said, you know, I'm going to make my own my own uh, my own Antichrist, my own Jesus. And that's what he did throughout these these holidays it all originally from babylon and a lot of your rituals including mardi gras it's a fertility right see back then like we have children today but back then children was everything to them back then other if they're not sacrificing to false gods or whatever but fertility was very important in these pagan cultures so that's what so mardi gras has a lot of fertility of children of harvests like uh the god Pan, for example, he was the god of, of fertility and lust. He was really a perverted god. So he was a god of that. So you find that it has a lot of fertility of the earth and a bringing of life, pretty much. Well, if you, if you, and you look at it, yeah, you know, you're talking about Pan and you're talking about these false mm-hmm. gods. Even the festival, when I was looking up earlier, mm-hmm. you know, like they said, if this stuff would have happened when they just passed the ghost blood on top of their heads, it would have been a normal roman festival but what made it ironic was that the priests or whoever they were how many they were would go ahead and take the goats they sacrificed take their skins make whips and run around naked hitting people and Mm -hmm. the women would flaunt themselves Mm -hmm. at them to get hit Mm -hmm. and i was thinking about that i was like well how does this tie into mardi gras and i read the other day in new orleans on today women can walk around topless and let men slap them or mm. do whatever they want. And what Seems that points back to that that ancient practice. But as back to what you were saying, Brother Ronnie, it's just, you know, what what is the attitude of the believer? You know, look, hey, I'm not going to say if you go to a Mardi Gras parade, you're going to hell. Right. right. I, I don't bring that up to, it's, you know, but at the same time, why would you want to put yourself in there as First John Two fifteen said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If many man loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. I'm not saying you go in there, you don't love the Lord. But as Cass and Crown said, there's a slow fade that starts right there. If you let one door open, you know, Camel don't need the whole door open. He just needs a little crack and he's going to go <laughs> in there. And that's what we're trying to warn the believers about tonight is, you know, I don't want to be around drunkenness. I don't want to be around adultery. I don't want to be around gluttony. Like you said, all, all buffet, but there, there's a difference between you saying, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go there to have fun or go there to witness and everything. I'm going to be a witness of Christ while I'm there. But if you jumping around catching beads, it's <laughs> you bringing up the wrong light. Well, I think we can apply that 
to a lot of different areas of life too. Right. That one, yeah. that verse you read, um, we, and I'm a guest here, so I'm being, being very cautious. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, because we talked about, it. I don't want to turn yeah. this, uh, political, yeah. yeah, but you know, there, there are the, the, um, the premise out there that you should never, when you're in public, you shouldn't talk about religion or politics. And right. if you're mm-hmm. in church, you should, church should never be involved mm-hmm. in politics. Well, if we're going to uh, what you just read yeah. there about not touching the things of the world, then why do so many Christians go to football games? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. And, and, and there are, there are, if you've ever been to the Superdome to a Saints game, yeah. there's a lot of drinking going on, a right. lot of partying going yes, on. Sir. Mm-hmm. And we're not as dogmatic on those Christians right. as we are to this. Right. 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 So why why is that? I, I think a lot of it has to do with what we see um and quite honestly, fulfilling our own flesh. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I think it's safe to say all of us in here like football. Yep. <laughs> okay. So uh, don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch that golden cat. Right, right. right. Don't yeah. touch Let's yeah. Let's pick on this over here. Yeah, yeah. But I think what you have to do is look at the broader sense of it. You know, you were talking about why, why, why during Mardi Gras is it acceptable mm-hmm. for a woman to flash mm-hmm. for beads? Why? Right. It's a spiritual matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do, does Mardi Gras have its roots in some of these other uh, paganistic uh, practices? Uh, probably so. And if you try to bring this over, and 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 there was there was things that to be able to bring uh, the form of the gospel that the Catholic Church was doing, mm-hmm. bring it in, th- they. Um, would overlook some of these things. Mm. I know we were missionaries in, in Philippines for several, several years, and they have what they worship, this baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Filipinos, um, by nature, love children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what a better way, if I'm going to present Jesus to a brand new tribal culture, mm-hmm. and, and it came into uh, Samar, the Wadai people were where it first came into, then I'm going to present him as a baby. They already love babies. Mm, mm. So let's talk about the problem was they never brought it past that. Mm. And so now they have all these baby statues of Jesus everywhere that they worship. Okay. So you bring in the practice of Mardi Gras. If I'm sure we've all fasted before. Right. Right. Okay. Now I'm going to ask for a confession, to be honest, because <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm not the only guilty one in the room. <laughs> if you know you're approaching a fast, right. have you ever said, let yeah. me have this really good meal? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In its purest form, mm-hmm. that's what Fat Tuesday was. Yeah. In the original form of it, um, they would go from house to house gathering all these fatty foods. Right. Uh, to have this big festival as a group mm-hmm. to eat basically uh, what was it? Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Daniel, the king's food. Remember yeah. when he mm-hmm. said, I'm not going to yeah. partake mm-hmm. of the king's food, all that fatty, rich stuff I'll just eat. And, and we call it the Daniel fast <laughs> uh, when people do a 21 day Daniel fast, but yeah. um, other people call it a paleo diet or keto. You know, because you're cutting out all this fatty right. food. And, yeah. And that, that's really what the Mardi Gras, that Fat Tuesday, mm-hmm. in its purest form, the, the simplest form. Let me eat all this because I'm about to fast for 40 days mm-hmm. of all this fatty food, all this, the king's food. Mm-hmm. And, and that, but over time, it became corrupted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Other forms you're over in this country we're going to celebrate it whatever they integrated a little bit of paganism here Mm -hmm. over in this country a little here you know i often wonder i like mobile alabama yeah that's right yeah Yeah, it's it's a nice city Mm. but when you say mardi gras celebration where do you think new orleans Orleans, louisiana that's right Mm -hmm. and and I was shocked uh, years ago when I found out it didn't originate in New Orleans. Yeah, that me it was too. Mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so, but I'll be honest with you, if it's our culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the French culture, yeah. People get together here. Mm-hmm. My goodness, you can't get together without having alcohol. You're right. Mm-hmm. To true. pass a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and and when you don't have it, they look at you like you're from, from Venus or Mars or something. <laughs> because yeah. you, know, uh, you know how many times, like a while back, I had some friends over. And uh, my cousin, he knows we don't drink. He knows how we stand. And um, we was watching a sporting event, a pay-per-view event. And uh, he called me and said, hey, can I bring uh, Josh, our other cousin? I was like, yeah, sure, bring him over. Well, my other cousin comes in there with a, with a beer in his hand. He's looking at my cousin. Where's yours? <laughs> right. He said, well, Isaac, I'm not out. Uh, what? And then when I told him I didn't drink, well, he, he heard and poured it down his throat and then didn't get another one for the rest of the night. Right. They respect me that way. But they thought, man, you don't drink. You didn't get beer. You didn't get that. And like you said, it's the culture. You know, Louisiana, that's one thing Louisiana's good for. They they can go they can gulp down some alcohol. They can and, and at every event. So you take what you were talking about, brother, on, on these paganisms, mm-hmm. okay? And and you start f- fueling that mm-hmm. with the flesh. Mm-hmm. Well, Satan's looking for things to tie to. Yep. So he's just going to exploit that even more. Mm-hmm. And so that's the things when I approach it from a Christian standpoint, if I wanted to go and, and years ago I, I did, I had wanted to go to the, the parade in New Orleans because there was some, um, a motorcycle group mm-hmm. that was in it and they were doing all these zigzags and crisscrosses. I wanted to see them. But to see them, I had to wait for a bunch of others to pass. Mm-hmm. And so I did some research on where is the best place to set up that has the least amount of a debauchery people, yeah. going on. Mm. And so that's what I searched for. And and there's some areas in town that is more well-known mm-hmm. for all the drinking, the party, and in other areas where they try yeah. to keep it more civil. And so I went down there and watched it yeah. on that. Um you know, I was in New Orleans one year um, to, this will show my age, uh, <laughs> when Carmen did a concert down there. Mm. Do y'all know who Carmen is? Oh, yes, yes sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, yeah. you mentioned in Carmen concert, uh, was it about a year and a half yeah, ago? Yeah, we went to one. We went to one that was in... Uh... Louisiana. Yeah, it was uh, up north Louisiana, past Alexandria. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize he was still doing oh, concerts. Yeah. He, he, he was out when I was younger. Okay, you know? well, he, yeah. he did a concert right there on Canal Boulevard where the parades would make the U-turn. Mm-hmm. His stage was set up, mm-hmm. did a concert. We were down there to share the gospel. And, um, you know, it was, honestly, it was like any other day in New Orleans to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm down there and watching the people, it was just like a bigger version of bourbon street. And so to say a Christian shouldn't go down there. I'm more, I'm more worried about where is your focus? Where are you, where, what are you looking at when we're to be looking at the cross of Jesus Christ, the author, perfecter, and the finisher of my faith is where my eyes are supposed to be. And if I'm doing that, then I'm not going to be de- fulfilling the desires of my flesh. The, the, it says, walk in the spirit at all times. You will not carry out the de- right. deeds of the flesh. Mm. Well, that's not only the deeds of of going to a carnival. Mm. That's the deeds of what are you listening to? What are you yep. watching on TV? Mm-hmm. What are, What's consuming your time? Right. right. You know, I, I have no, nothing within me to want to go to those things. Because I'm too busy standing in awe of the glory of Jesus Christ Amen. Mm-hmm. to want to fulfill the flesh desires. Mm-hmm. And, and that, mm-hmm. that's where it mainly is going to, because, you know, word carnival, we're going to go a little more history. After that, the the Roman pagan holiday with the church leaders went ahead and they took it and they said, look, we're going to go ahead and change some things up. They call it carnival, mm-hmm. which we was laughing earlier. The Catholic church says, well, we do not endorse Mardi Gras, but we endorse carnival. It's the same, basically the same thing as that time of year. But carnival come from the Latin word carnival, which means absent of meat mm-hmm. or absent of flesh. Mm-hmm. So they, like you said, they go and they have this time, but 
it's a fleshly thing. <laughs> and this is where I think of Mardi Gras as dangerous. Because originally started out good, like you said. But if you go according to, you know, or we're going to sin as much as we want, eat as much as we want, we're going to act the fool as we want, and go and repent. It's more of a hypocrisy because being repentant is meaning turning away from. It's not staying in that sin or doing that sin. Oh, I'm going to repent and then go do it again the next year. Absolutely. So, and it is a fleshly thing. You, you're, you're trying to decide, you're trying to fulfill the lust of the flesh. Right. And that, that's, that's the dangerous part of Mardi Gras. I look at it, you know, you, 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 oh, I'm having a license to sin. And we should no Christian, like you said, where's our focus is if we think we can, if we think we'd have a part of time where we could say, we can sin all you want. Paul had that question asked too. Well, since we, since grace abounds, should we sin it? Yeah. He, in terms, absolutely not. Right. How can mm-hmm. we that have been free from sin live any longer therein? Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's the point where you have to watch out with Mardi Gras. And that's that habitual choosing to sin. That right. He's, re, that he's referring to that. That we, uh, speaking of Paul, I was thinking of finishing that out when he says, because everybody's going to say, well, I'm going to always sin. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And and that's the whole point of it. Okay. If I'm going to go out and I'm going to fulfill, and, and let's just bring it down even to the purest form of, of Fat Tuesday, that I'm, I'm just going to go eat all this fatty food mm-hmm. so that I can fast from it for the next 40 days. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong motive. Right. We're saying, let me, and then you look at what we have today with all the debauchery that goes on mm. that, you know, everybody in our culture, they want off on Tuesday mm-hmm. to celebrate. When I, when I look at how much they drink and party, they need Wednesday off, Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, right. And so, but when we go on there, I think it's a misuse of grace. Right. Mm. It is. is exactly what it is. It is. I'm going to go fulfill all this fleshly because... I know Jesus will forgive right. me. That's the wrong use of grace. Right. Grace is not a license to sin, as you right. put it. Mm-hmm. Grace is the power to not sin anymore. Right. That's right. When Paul in that verse, because I've had people tell me, well, we're, you're going to have to sin because you're in the flesh, oh, wretched man that I am. That's mm-hmm. what Paul said. Read the rest of that. Mm. When Paul said, who can set me free from this body of sin and flesh? Praise be to God through Jesus Christ. And there's a big difference with saying, well, I'm going to sin today. And when you say Mm -hmm. I'm not going to walk in sin, if you make a mistake, we all, like you said, we all sin, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going out into the world. I'm not going to leave this room and say, well, I'm going to go ahead and sin right now. And God's going to forgive me. I'm walking saying, Lord, you're going to help me not to sin. I'm not walking in sin. Right. Yes, I will make mistakes and I will pro- I, I most probably will sin in my lifetime until I get the glory and be with the Lord. But I'm not walking in sin. I'm not waking up seeing how many beers I can drink, how many cigarettes mm-hmm. I can smoke or what I can do. That's against God's word. Just because I'm under grace. Right. right. And and right. that and unfortunately they use that term sloppy grace. Mm-hmm. And, and that's totally unscriptural because we live in the grace because of what Christ did. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that don't give us a license to sin. And look, I hear some, I have, I listen to a few podcasts and there's some, well, Oh, great. We live on the grace. We live on the grace. We live on the grace. And they, they basically say that, well, you can do this and this certain things you can't do, but this is okay. As long as you do it in modesty, drink, Oh, you drink, as long as you drink it in modestly, uh, you know, if I say a curse word once in a while, at least I'm doing it once in a while. I'm not cursing every five minutes. <laughs> mm. Well, you're giving a license to sin. Then there's some people that say, well, you know, law, 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 law. If I sin, God's going to come down with a billy club and beat me on the head. And mm. I got to repent five times a day. Right. So you, you got a fine line of grace to where you say, look, I'm not going to walk in sin mm-hmm. because I love Jesus. Right. But at the same time, it don't give you a license to go and do whatever you want. Right. Well, well, the Bible said there's a balance. Apostle Paul said a false balance is abomination in the sight of God. So like you said, they got some, they lean too much on law and you got some, they lean too much on grace. You got to have a balance of everything. And that's why we have so many denominations and churches because one takes a scripture and they lean too much on one scripture and don't read the whole Bible. 
and you have another part they have another church that don't read the whole Bible they take one little scripture and you know that's why you got so many you have to rightly right. divide the word of God right you do and brother, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> right there. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> that's a whole thing right there. Yeah, I know. I open a can of worms right there. <laughs> can, can I read this? Yeah, go sure, ahead. Sure, yeah. Go ahead. This is out of First uh, uh, John chapter 1, starting verse 5. It says, and this is the message we have heard from him and announced to you. And when it says from him, that's from Jesus. That God is light, and in him there's no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves Mm -hmm. and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. And the problem is a lot of us stop right there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to sin tonight and do all this so right. that I can confess tomorrow and fast for 40 days. But look at verse 10. It says, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Then chapter two, verse one, my little children, I am writing these things to you that you may not sin. Mm. That's the key. Right. Mm-hmm. He has made us righteous and holy. Right. The word of God says that that we are to be the bride of Christ when we talk about the church as a whole that is with he's coming back for his bride without spot, wrinkle or blemish. Mm. Now think about that. Without is your fellowship and I don't mean to put you on blast here. I'll put mine in there too. Okay. <laughs> or any church, any anybody listening to this, mm-hmm. can you honestly stand up and say, we are without spot, wrinkle, or blemish? No. Mm, no. But that's the church he's coming to. Right. Okay? And if, if, if you had a little girl, mm. and that, well, let's say you had a son. And he wanted to go marry this little girl, mm-hmm. and she looked like most churches. Mm. Would you want your son going for that bride? Right. Mm. And th- so that's where we have to do that and say, are we walking? Not under the law of do's and don'ts and don't go to Mardi Gras, don't do this, don't do that. Right. But in the freedom mm-hmm. that I am so busy worshiping Jesus. Mm-hmm. And more concerned with people coming unto the cross of Christ for salvation than I am fulfilling right. the desires of my flesh. Right. Mm. And and if the church would grasp that, I, I just read a report with the Southern Baptist churches that every year, eight hundred and thirty-five Southern Baptist churches, just in that denomination alone, mm-hmm. closes their doors every year. And I, I do believe it's because we've stopped preaching the cross of Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. To where, yeah, Fat Tuesday, I think, started out in its purest form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, okay, let's have that one last meal before we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fast. Right, yeah. But we've gotten so far off course with it mm-hmm. that if we honestly look at the church today, We've gotten off course of the gospel right. of Jesus Christ. But and, and it goes to the point like this. If you're really a believer of Jesus Christ, and like you say, you don't want to fulfill the, the, uh, the you don't want to fulfill the flesh, you won't want to go to that. In my, because why? Look, don't get me wrong. I've done studies on my, uh, Mardi Gras. I, for years, like I said, I've heard it. Hey, it's a pagan holiday. You shouldn't go. There's no righteousness involved, which is true. I believe it's true. There's no righteousness in Mardi Gras. But as a believer, I never, I, I never wanted to attend. The only one I did was in our in the city of uh, Scott, Louisiana. Not Scott. No, Sunset. I went to one. And the only reason I went to do was watch my wife's little cousin march into parade band. We were at the beginning, right after he passed, we got in our vehicles and we left. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Now, we went out there to support him. I didn't go out there to catch any beats. Right. But like this whole, look, we had, and if you study Mardi Gras, it don't start the, the day of Mardi Gras. It starts two to three weeks, right. about 40 days before with all the balls and everything. 
but out them all all them 40 days i never had a urge to say well i want to go to mardi gras now people might say well that's your upbringing no it's my faith i don't want to be around the sin but at the same time i don't want to be held in this religious activity because i'm not in a religion i'm in jesus christ and like you said a lot of church because pastor brandon said it the other day in a message how many pastors are retiring are saying i'm not going to preach the gospel no more because it's either too hard because the congregation is always judging them or is it but if you get your mind so focused on psychology and oh well, you can do this without the bible you're, you're pointing them away from the truth there's no there's no hope there's no hope for these churches well the one reasons why and it's it's hard to to know i mean it's heartbreaking to know that when brother rodney was saying about the Southern baptist you know the reason why i think a lot of churches no matter if it's baptist full gospel what it is i think the reason why we're losing so much people is because the church and i remember when i was growing up i'm only in my 30s so i was born in the 80s kind of that range even then the churches was like let's just fill up our churches they kind of did like the roman church did let's just bring culture in let's try to enlarge our church and not realizing let's go back to the gospel how apostle paul did it how peter did it look how these men they were filled with the holy spirit and look they grew when peter preached on the day of pentecost a lot of people got saved that day just in that one sermon and it's just to show you these men touched the world without have to bring in the, their their culture in they said we're just going to tell them jesus and the power of god is going to convict them is going to grow i think the day when the church is going to realize look we're not worrying about how big our church is going to be yeah we want people don't give them every pastor i mean brother rodney said everybody every mm -hmm. pastor wants people in the church and there's nothing wrong with it but we need to focus more on the gospel and if people come in god's gonna bring them well, in it was brother, you know it was brother Dan, I, yeah daniel owens from chicago mm -hmm. when he came preached at new beginnings a while back mm -hmm. an evangelist in chicago he said that chicago's bad let's just say <laughs> you know a lot we think of new orleans mm -hmm. but he said chicago's bad but he said they said you know what you want your church to grow mm -hmm. a lot of people think let's do this let's do that Mm -hmm. make disciples for jesus absolutely mm -hmm. make disciples mm -hmm. you you know a lot of people want these people to come from other churches look we were making a joke early in the <laughs> podcast we're not in competition with each other we don't go in front of your building and say hey come to new beginnings right. brother ronnie this this and this and you don't come in front of new beginnings and say that that y'all y'all have an outreach ministry we have outreach ministry right. now look we're going win souls i don't care how big our churches is look as long as we get people into heaven Mm -hmm. And sometimes and we've done those outreaches together. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yes, so, mm -hmm. so, you know, oh, well, y'all two different churches and you're doing that. Yeah. Because our main goal is not to get numbers in our buildings. It is to get numbers in the kingdom in of the heaven. Kingdom. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, you know, actually I got to confess. I, uh, a lot of times I'll pick on churches without saying, not even saying names. I just, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, if I want to talk about the church at large, I always say, you know, I'm actually referencing my church, mm -hmm. right? Right. But I'll sure. say, you know, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about that church down the road. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And somebody yeah. heard our live stream yeah. one time. Yeah. And they uh, wrote me a note, an email, and thought I was talking about New Beginnings oh. when I was doing oh, that. Oh wow! <laughs> and I was like, no, further down the road. No. <laughs> further down the road. <laughs> Way down there. Yeah. I called Pastor Brandon and told him he laughed. Yeah. But you know, that's um. Mm -hmm. When we think about that, that is our number one mission. That's why it's declining. One, we've gotten to where instead of preaching the cross of Christ, let me preach how you how to be a better husband, how to be a better yeah. father, how mm -hmm. to be. And, and there are times of that, and I think that message needs mm -hmm. to come in the discipleship right. part. And we've gotten away from prayer mm -hmm. and discipleship making, mm -hmm. and not only discipleship making, but when we do it. To mm -hmm. make disciples who can make other disciples. Right. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. You look mm -hmm. at when Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 9 is when he sets out the 12 apostles right. to send them out two by two. And then uh, 10, he sends out 70 people. They weren't apostles, but sent out mm -hmm. 70 to preach the gospel. Why? Because there was one thing Jesus Christ being God in human form could not do. Right. And that was be everywhere at the same time. Mm, wow. Okay. Jesus in flesh yep. 
So if anybody needed healing, needed uh, demons cast out, the dead raised, to hear about the kingdom of God, they had to go where Jesus was. Mm -hmm. And Jesus understood for this to work, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to multiply myself. Yep. Mm. And that was the purpose of the day of Pentecost. Mm -hmm. Of what? Because it's only Jesus Christ who can perform a miracle, who can raise a dead, who can speak about the cross. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, well, then where is Jesus? In us. Yep. On the day of Pentecost. Yep. I think yeah. we forget mm -hmm. about that aspect of the Trinity. We, we understand mm -hmm. Father God, Jesus God, Holy Ghost, God. Yep. Mm -hmm. God that came down when we are baptized in the Spirit. God in us. That, that's God's power inside. It's us. God's we power. We talked about that a few podcasts. So if you have the power of God in us, that means you're going to have the love of Jesus, yep. the mm -hmm. compassion of Jesus, the authority of Jesus mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. Therefore, when I am out in the public, mm -hmm. how can I see somebody yep. on their way to hell? And not want to warn them. Amen. That's right. Well, unfortunately, in New Orleans, uh, uh, I don't know. I believe it was a lady. I could be wrong. But there was two of them, a man and a lady. Okay. A few days apart from me. Oh, I only knew about the one yeah, that got hit a, by a, a, a float, float. Yep. unfortunately, and passed away. Mm. But anybody standing there would have warned her. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure people did scream out. And, yeah. you know, why? Because they don't want to see her get hurt. Right. Mm. Or worse, die like mm. this person did. Mm. There was a warning. Should a Christian go to Mardi Gras? Should they go to a football game? Should they? If we are walking in the spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not the point to me. Mm -hmm. The point is, even if I'm out there, am I going to be so heartbroken mm -hmm. like Christ was mm -hmm. that I want to see these people go to heaven? Right. That's right. And, and so to say... It's not what you're doing is wrong. It, you know, even as a Christian, it is come back to the cross of Christ right. yeah. and let him fulfill what you're seeking here. That's right. Well, and this is where I'm thinking of, too. You know, you're bringing out with discipleship right now. Bringing back to followers of Christ and Mardi Gras wouldn't be an issue for the church to talk about. Is if people went ahead in discipleship. Amen. You get what Amen. I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. look, I mean, for example, we're doing it tonight. We're bringing out information for y'all to say, well, look, is Mardi Gras right? Is Mardi Gras so y'all can go make your own studies? But a lot of people are not studying God's word. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. Why is that? Because you don't have people discipling. You know, and I, I'm guilty of that. I want a few people to the Lord, but I never invite them to my house and say, hey, let's start talking about the Bible. Well, good. Now I don't you can know. repent of that. Right. <laughs> Confession. But yeah. but you get what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. a fault I had. But if I would have took people in here and they would have asked me questions, then they might think, well, look, well, I used to Mardi Gras, but now I'm a believer of Jesus Christ. I don't want to smoke. I don't want to I don't want to drink. I don't want to mm -hmm. be I don't want to be in fornication or to have the sin of lust or do these other weird things that they do. But if nobody taught them. Mm. And see that we was talking about churches today too. All churches, like you said, how could God bless you today? Or how can, oh, how you can feel good today? God can do this. There's no preachers out there. Rarely few preachers out there that go ahead and say, look, this is sin. Right. And this is what we need to, we need to start focusing on. And look, thank God look, watching videos this week. There's no, there's a few ministers that have been out there and say, look, Mardi Gras is wrong. Mm -hmm. And they bring out scripture. But a lot of people like today, um, I'm I'm giving them free publicity, but they're not gonna make money off of me anyway. Caleb, last year I was listening to it, and Caleb come out and said, "Wow, the Catholic Church is doing this forty days. They take away something that they don't. Wow, this is a good teaching. I think everyone should do this. Hmm. It's not doctrinal. True, <laughs> right? So you know, so yeah. fault the false the." False teachers of the gospel are proclaiming their gospel, saying it's okay. But true men and women of God ain't standing up and saying, look, let's disciple these people and they're showing what's right and what's wrong. And like you said, bringing them back to Jesus. Well, the thing is, with those people don't realize, they don't understand Catholic doctrine. They don't understand that they said, oh, it's a great thing. 
but they're coming against the Bible because it says in Ephesians chapter 8, you know, verse 2, verse 8 and 9 says, It's for by grace you are saved through faith, for it's not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, then lest no man should boast. So you cannot earn your salvation. So repentance is you earning your works. You know, you say, well, I make up for the wrongs I've done today. But the Bible don't say, you know, there's nothing wrong making up for the things you did wrong, but it's not your salvation. You know, it takes away the blood of Christ and the cross, you right. know. And they it, say, and they say mm -hmm. penance. They don't say repentance. Right. That's a big difference. Right. Because it's works. That's right. right. It's that's works. Right. And, and see, we need to be careful even in, in our, our own fellowships mm -hmm. that, you know, we encourage people. Mm-hmm. That's having an issue. Oh, well, you need to pray more. You need mm -hmm. to read your Bible yeah. more. You, if we're not careful, mm -hmm. that becomes a works. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That mm -hmm. oh, well, I prayed my prayer this mm -hmm. morning. I read my Bible this mm -hmm. morning. But mm -hmm. was there a repentance? Was there a turning away mm -hmm. from? Mm -hmm. And here's the good thing that this is where it, this is where grace crushes law. It's and I used to before I was a believer, especially I thought the Bible was just a book of do's and don'ts. Yep. Mm. And when I found out that it's not turning from something, it's turning to the cross of Christ. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And if we would ever grasp that, there is so much freedom mm -hmm. in the cross of Christ mm -hmm. that I don't have to do these things. I don't want to mm -hmm. because of the cross. And I'll tell you what, the when, when I start realizing, and even as a pastor, that, that I'm starting to have any fleshly desires. Mm-hmm. I've realized I've drifted from the cross. Right. And, and I've had to discipline myself to where I got so busy, especially early on in preaching, that I was preparing for a, a Wednesday night lesson. I was preparing for an, uh, another week. At that time, I had two midweek things plus two sermons on Sunday. And I was always preparing, and I was not partaking of mm -hmm. the word. Mm. And that's when I had to really sit back and say, okay, forget all this. I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to first feed me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and if I show up unprepared on a Wednesday night, then you're going <laughs> to get whatever I ate on. <laughs> okay, I was bringing a doggy bag. <laughs> and, and so because we have to feed us first. Right. Because if we don't, we'll drift from the cross of Christ. Yeah. And, and, and in the church, when you're talking about it, bringing all this worldly stuff in, mm -hmm. let me tell you one that's – bringing in and you talk about paganistic roots mm -hmm. and that's Halloween. Oh right. yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And, and how many churches in a, in America today are doing these trunk or treat things? Mm -hmm. Right. What is that? Yeah. That uh -huh. is just like uh -huh. in the purest form, mm -hmm. fat Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Let's bring it in. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you 10 years from now, you're going to see it a little more. Mm -hmm. 20 years from now is going to be built up. Mm -hmm. And before long, we'll have haunted houses in our churches. Right. We're going to have, mm -hmm. if we don't get back to the word. That's right. But it's not a don't do this mm -hmm. as much as it is. Mm -hmm. Let's just come to the cross. And, and it goes mm -hmm. to the point. Let, let's go a few years ago. They used to call them Harvest Fest. Right. Mm -hmm. It was the original name. They did. But a lot of churches on Halloween, what they would do is, hey, look, we're having a Bible study that night. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we, we talk about Mardi Gras, but Halloween, that whole month, witches and warlords, and they're praying against churches. Because sure. mm -hmm. Halloween, we're going to get to that probably oh, in, in the October, future. Right. Yeah. is a ancient, it's a, it's a, one of the best days for, for witches. Mm-hmm. But, you know, churches would go ahead and say, no, we're going to go ahead and bind that spirit. We're going to have a Bible study. Well, right. it came along. Well, our kids are not. Well, your kids come and let them bring in Bible characters. Now it's everything under the sun, like you say, sure. coming to the sun. And Mardi Gras, you know, the way, like you said, the religious leaders. And it started out with religious leaders. When religious leaders said, they said, look, these people had pagan holidays. Let's bring it into the church. Mm -hmm. And that's what danger. Because a lot of churches, just not on Mardi Gras. And just not all, but a lot of things bring into the churches and it pollutes right. it. it. It does pollute it. There was, you know, I, I, I love the fact we have modern technology and, and mm -hmm. I'm old enough to know, you know, when internet came out, um, <laughs> <laughs> we keep that a secret. <laughs> I, I saw a thing today that said, uh, yeah. if you were born before this certain date, 
you do realize you're older than Google. <laughs> I was like, oh man. But it was, I remember when it came out, preachers were against it. Mm-hmm. That is of the devil. Oh, that, and I'll tell you what, I was a little freaked out. I wasn't born again when um, I was in the military when we first got our computers. Mm-hmm. And uh, the name of my printer the, the, the manufacturing name was Diablo 666. Okay? Now, oh, wow. Even yeah. as a non-believer, I was scratching my head a little bit. <laughs> but I like what one guy said. He said, look, he said, I don't care if the devil made it or not. Let's redeem it. Let's use <laughs> yeah, it for yeah. the glory of God. Right, right. And yeah. that's what you're doing with this podcast. Right. Okay. Right. That's what we're doing with our live stream mm-hmm. at our services. What new beginnings right. to get the gospel out, out there. And we use these things for that reason but if we're not careful yeah when we started doing this when we even before that uh ministries had had a live tv right when those things start happening you need to you need proper lighting Mm -hmm. for that or it just doesn't look right right so they started bringing in better lighting Mm-hmm. Then when HD happened, you needed even more lighting. You need mm-hmm. better sound, mm-hmm. better this, better that. Then it turned into, well, you know, who has the best when it comes to this? Look at the rock concerts. Mm-hmm. Then we start bringing mm-hmm. in the right. the other strobe lights. Then the right. and yeah. it's a progression. And I'm not against those things. I I, I like to go to some of those. Right. When I say some of those, <laughs> the churches that are yeah have a, yeah yeah. But my question is, when does Jesus not become enough? Right. 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 To where we have to, oh, well, what about the children? My children were not raised to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't celebrate Halloween mm-hmm. um, in, in in the traditional sense that right, right, the right. rest of the world does. Mm-hmm. And they turned out all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same here. Um, yeah. And it wasn't that that we kept them from anything. Mm-mm. They just knew that's not what we do. Right. And right. why we did it. Right. It was just like I told Isaac the other day. I said, uh, you know, some people say, well, do you feel like you were you were held back? I was like, it don't bother me one bit. I mean, cause I knew the origins. I knew, you know. Well, it, and it wasn't so much just mm-hmm. knowing the origins mm-hmm. as much as we gave them Jesus. That's right. right. That's right. And so yeah. Jesus becomes enough mm-hmm. that I don't need those things. That's right. right. Um, you know, we, we just had to re re outfit our church after it got flooded. And right now we're dealing with sound effects mm-hmm. um, because we took out our carpet, made a lot of changes. So now we have this echo sound mm-hmm. and every Sunday it's like, okay, have we deadened it? And then we bring out the, I'm not sure what that little machine is that reads <laughs> the echoes this guy has, but we're trying to find out where the best place. And I understand why. And I'm letting the, audio AV guys take care of that. But me as a person, I'm like, <laughs> what did John the Baptist have? <laughs> what did Jesus use? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? To just come out and, and I used to get worried when we were missionaries and we would have volunteer teams come and they'd bring all this audio video. Cause it's going to fail every time mm-hmm. it, it, you're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. And I thought, let's just get a Bible and preach. Right. Yeah. You know, just like when we go out sharing the gospel, church budgets spend a lot of money on evangelism, on, on doing projects and outreach. And and those are good, but I like to bring things down to the simplest. I'm becoming a, uh, um, minimalist. (laughs) We, we, we sold our house. We have scaled down. We are, um, you'd be surprised what we live with. (laughs) Um, but I'm doing the same thing when it comes to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. What, when I do something, what kingdom effect does it have? Right. Mm-hmm. If I'm out here and I'm going to sporting events, I'm going to Mario, what kingdom effect does it have? Right. Mm-hmm. That's when we're in Christ, mm-hmm. that ought to be our heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, Jesus Christ went to some sketchy places. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. He he was a friend of sinners. That's right. That's right. He hung out with the prostitutes mm-hmm. and the liars mm-hmm. and the thieves. Mm-hmm. Why? 
to bring them into the kingdom. Right. That's right. That's right. Not fulfill his fleshly desires. That's right. Uh, for, well, for one, he was righteous and sinless in all things. <laughs> of course. But yeah. you see what I'm saying. Right. We as Christians go into these things. Why? For the gospel's sake. Right. That's right. That's Everything right. we do. And see, that, that's why I think, you know, if a believer comes out and says, we're going to have a good time. All right. Look at your heart. Make sure. Because like I said, I don't attend them. And, you know, but... I'm going to say it like this. If I wake up on Mardi Gras day and I say, look, I'm going to take my Bible and I'm going to go minister. No, no believer should come tell me you're sinning because you went to Mardi Gras and you wait. I went to minister. That's a totally different. That's a totally different ball game mm-hmm. than me going out there, bringing my family and saying, hey, look, we're going to go around the around all this, in my opinion, all these wickedness that is going on. And we're just going to have a good time. Instead of me saying, well, look, I'm going to have the word of God that's in my hand right here. And I'm going to say, listen, you're living in sin. You need Jesus to forgive you of your sins. That's the only way you're going to get to heaven. I um, I have a friend that was at Mardi Gras today. Wow. He's an evangelist friend of mine. <clears throat> and he's a, he's just a fun person to be around. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> This guy's bubbly. He's got a lot of character about him. Yeah. And he, he has a unique approach when it comes to that. He went down and I saw videos he was taking and pictures and such. And, and just knowing him, he went down and he had on this crazy looking Mardi Gras hat. Um, they were throwing beads and he was picking them up and he got everybody around him involved mm. in what he was doing. And then right in the middle of it, he started saying, do you realize there was somebody that had found a treasure <laughs> Out, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. He yeah. got them sucked in uh-huh. and started sharing the gospel with them. Wow. Wow. Almost like Paul, when he went and they were worshiping all these idols, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, most church people today, if they would see that, oh, how dare you? You get away from there. What Paul do? He walked up and said, You see that idol right there? The one that doesn't have a name? Let me tell you the name of that one. Mm-hmm. And he started sharing Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. He used it mm-hmm. for kingdom's sake. The unknown God. The unknown God. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what my, my evangelist friend was doing. He was down there doing this. <laughs> and also he suckered them right in. Yeah. And then he started talking. He's like, but you know, there's some here. The Bible talks about casting your pearls before swine. Where are you? Who, who you know? Mm-hmm. He used it. Mm-hmm. Even though at the beginning, it looked like he was down there having fun. Mm-hmm. He had a plan the whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and that was yeah. to bring them in, right, and share the gospel. Amen. Well, we're getting close to our our hour mark that we try to keep. <laughs> we try to keep. Um, can Can I read one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, That's go all ahead. I was about to say. Let's go ahead and make our last. In First John two, when I was reading that, that he John was writing to this so that we may not sin. And the rest of that verse one says. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he himself is our propitiation. Or I love this. He's our satisfaction for our sins, and not ours only, but also for those of the whole world. That's good news right there. Amen. That is good news. It's not that I could make penance. I repent. That's right. Because we have an advocate with the Father. Amen. Um, before we go on, we were supposed to talk about Ash Wednesday and Lynn, but we never got to that. <laughs> no, but that's, that's, that's good. good. That's um, good. So I'm going to bring out the question. Probably a lot of people, they heard us talk about going back to Jesus, discipleship. We dive into little th- mm-hmm. little things and what we think Mardi Gras was. And in y'all honest opinion, should Christians... Celebrate Mardi Gras. I'm going to have to ask for a definition. <laughs> well, celebrate. Mardi celebrate. Gras. I'm talking like, you know, we brought out some, some, some things with pagan holidays and everything, we, which we know we have other things, but should a believer partake in the actions of Mardi Gras and its fullness? Cause I'm going to go ahead and give mine right now. I don't think they should. The reason being is, one, it's a hypocritical thing to say, well, I could sin all I want and then go get ashes on my head and then celebrate 40 days and I'm all right with the Lord. 
Lent itself, Jesus said, when you pray, go in your closet. When you fast, don't do as the Pharisees do. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I'm fasting. And look, mm -hmm. Lent, look, we have it good here because everything's seafood at that time. <laughs> I'm, I don't sell, I do not do Lent, but I love the benefits. Of it. Yes. <laughs> I love the fruits. But, yeah. but, yeah. but you see all these people, they, oh, we can't eat meat today. I can't have my steak. And they all, so in that part of it, you could say, well, no, that ain't right either. But I, unless it's for evangelistical purposes, should Christians partake and celebrate the holiday of Mardi Gras and through Lent and everything? Well, this is the way I look at it. Like I tell people, I'm not against having fun. Like, for example, back in our day, we would have picnics or we would have... Because someone asked me one time, said, y'all Christians must be boring. Y'all don't do anything. I said, hold on. I said, we do have, we have family days. We have fun. We play football. I mean, we do things. We're not totally dull, you know. But the thing is, we don't act foolish. We don't drink. We don't fight. We don't cut up, you know. So you can have fun without have to do retarded things. I can, uh, we can say in our generation that you don't have to act stupid. You can have a fun family day, something where it's not going to cause you to sin, not going to cause you to have demons controlling you through drunkenness or botry or whatever. You can do things where, you know, you can do it in a clean family, moral fashion. So no, yes, we do have fun, but at the same time, like movies, we go watch movies. There's some good ones out there. But they got some, they got a message that they preach and it's anti-Christian, it's anti-gospel. So you do have to be cautious, you know, it's not legalism where everything, the devil's behind every rock, but at the same time, you gotta be cautious and keep your guard up. Well, you know, the Bible says, praise God in all things. Mm -hmm. And I praise him for Lent because it is the only time of the year <laughs> down here that you can get seafood covered pizza. <laughs> all right? Yeah, and, yeah. But, you know, if I had a house that was on a parade route, mm -hmm. I'd probably be out in the yard just watching the parade go by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right? Yeah. I would. When you say, and I think I understand what you're saying when you say to uh, partake and celebrate Mardi Gras, uh, of the whole debauchery of right, it. Right, right. No, yeah, I'm you not, shouldn't. Yeah, I wasn't talking about, like, you know... <clears throat> If that was the case, we couldn't watch the Macy Day Parade. Right, exactly. Right, right. Parade. It's the same exactly. thing. Right. But when you're down there and you claim to be born again under the blood of mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, and it's within your heart and mind that I'm going to purposely go down and I'm going to drink and I'm going to do all this debauchery mm -hmm. right. uh, just to ask for forgiveness the next day, then you have lost the cross of grace in yes. the meaning of yes. it. Yes. Yes, at that point so you know if it was a yes no thing then no <laughs> you should not <laughs> right, do it. Right. Should not do it right well it's just like christmas for example we don't agree with the drinking or stuff but we do honor the birth right. of christ so right. there is a time where there's certain things where there's a line to be drawn in the sand you know there's a time hey there's a good side of something and there's a bad side right. you have to judge and, and it between the, god's word you, since yeah. you brought it up christmas we're going to use I don't agree with the Christmas tree, man. We talked about right. that the other day. I don't put up a Christmas tree mouse, but oh, oh, no, I do celebrate the birth of Christ. I don't celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference. Mm -hmm. And then when that, that can even start off a talking point of something. Oh, yeah, that's another whole program right there. And remember, I hope you don't mind me saying that, Brother yeah. Ronnie, you said, well, you put it up, but you put of what God did for the year. Right. And that glorifies Jesus. That don't diminish the cause of Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something, and I told a brother, the Lord, the other day, could have say, oh, well, we used to not do it, but now we do it. And he was trying to justify it to me. And I said, you don't have to justify it to me as long as you're pleasing unto the Lord. You justify with the Lord. Don't justify with me. I don't condemn no one for doing that. Right. And look, if you if you think you can handle mm -hmm. saying, look, I'm just going to watch the parade, by all means, go watch a parade. I don't know why you want to sit in the traffic yeah. <laughs> and all that, but yeah. you get what I'm saying? But as for, like, no, I said participating, there's a lot of rituals. We, we didn't get into that. The masses, they, there's a lot of things that inside Mardi Gras mm -hmm. that is wicked mm -hmm. and it opens up to the spiritual world. That's when you have to worry about saying, Lord, am I ready for that? Right. Mm -hmm. Or just say, you know, I read look, it's a rattlesnake. I hate going to a zoo and we would come up to the reptile house, <laughs> you know, and they're behind glass. Yes, I understand that. But I wouldn't go up to a regular snake, even if it's not poisonous, because it might be poisonous. I don't know if right. it's poisonous, <laughs> but I'd rather just step back. And that, you know, 
I'm not preaching legal. Like Boogie said, I'm not against fun, but at the same time, we have to be careful of what God, what God tells us to do. So, right. well, brother Rodney, we thank you for coming. It was yes, a sir. Great, great conversation. Uh, we're awesome. probably going to have you back on. All right. Thank oh, yeah, you. <laughs> you, did a good job. you know, but, uh, all right, guys, as we said, please go look up our Facebook page, brothers, just searching. Also go look up Anthony's book. Um, Liberty Man and the New Kingdom and the New Kingdom um, at Amazon. And if you want a copy of it, message us on our Facebook page. Uh, go look up the Bridge Fellowship in Bro Bridge, a great church. We I've been knowing Brother Rodney for a few years now. Uh, played at a few events, right? <laughs> but uh, and also one more thing I forgot to announce: March twenty first at Cross Point Church, Brother Kenny Fleming and Stephen Terry, the youth pastor out there, is having a youth meeting. They kick off their youth group. So we're going to be out there, the group that I'm with. We're going to go ahead and minister in music. Brother Steven's going to go ahead and minister in the word. And we're just going to have a good time. Um, if you want to go ahead and um, look it up, look up Cross Point Church in Abbeville, Louisiana. And we're going to go ahead and be out there on March 21st at 5 o'clock to about 7 o'clock. Uh, thank you all for coming, Brother Rodney. Again, thank you for thank coming you. and being with us tonight. Keep Brother Daniel in your prayers, and y'all have a good night. Thank you.